the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaitwin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Wealth insurance, it's what we do. You know, the problem with insurance is if you don't have any, when the big crash comes, you're going to have nothing left, and that's why you put that gold and silver away. The website at allamericangold.com, and it is Tuesday. I hope you guys had a great holiday weekend. Uh, as uh, It's going to be a short week, obviously, just a four-day work week today. Uh, the good news, Jason's back. Jason, good morning. Welcome. I hope you had a great weekend. It was a good weekend, Joe. I, uh, it sounds like it was a little better than yours. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had a, a little, well, not a little, uh, a fender bender. Uh, well, let's just say my fender is definitely bent. Uh, I'm a little beat up, but I'm okay and uh, the the show goes on, and I will say this all throughout Europe today. Uh, Russia uh, has now, it looks like, permanently shutting the gas off in Europe. Uh, bailouts everywhere, and this is the problem. See, when you have debt like this, and it's everywhere, and any issues come up, like I said, we're, we've gotten lucky with no hurricanes and no disruptions in oil. And, you know, it's kind of funny when you laugh at it, like oil's like $90 and we think we're lucky. Uh, California, uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the power hasn't gone out yet. A lot of people in California are going to wish it had. That's the problem. Uh, the, the cost of what they're going to be paying uh, for energy right now uh, it, it, it's almost like, man, you'd have been better off uh, with the power going out for a lot of people. But, Jason, bailouts happening all over Europe. Uh, the energy markets have, have completely disintegrated. Uh, there, there's there's almost every single EU country over the weekend has announced uh, bailouts of, and, and here's the funny part, this is of their electricity producers uh not necessarily the actual people but again you know right jason too big to fail uh that was just a complete myth uh but there's talks uh not only about the emergency intervention uh they're trying to crush the energy prices energy prices have been rising at about 20 percent a day so again think about this because I know a lot of people out there would like to believe in the myth that can't happen here. We're not talking about Zimbabwe or Argentina or Cuba or Venezuela or North Korea. We're not talking about any of these African nations. We're talking about England, Germany, 
France, Italy, Norway, Finland, Sweden, right, Switzerland, the list goes on and on and on. What we would say were developed nations. And Jason, right, we always use the example about the gallon of milk just because it's easy. Right, you go, you buy the gallon of milk at the store, it was $4. You pay the cashier the $4. The store reorders the milk that night. Well, when they go to reorder the milk, the cost is $5. The next person goes in the store that morning, buys the gallon of milk, hands the cashier the $5. The store goes to reorder. And all of a sudden now, the gallon of milk costs the store $7. Right? The person goes in, the, 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 the store raises the price to $9. The customer pays the $9. They go to reorder. Jason, it costs them $11. And eventually they just go bankrupt. And this is happening with energy prices in Europe right now. doesn't help that every stage around, you know, milk, the uh, the cap, you know, the plastic jug and everything else, the shipping and the fuel, everything else is just going to lead that, that milk to become more and more expensive to, to put in front of uh, a family. So it's, a, it's, it's a, a folding over situation that multiplies the cost of things because it's not just the, the milk producer that's getting higher costs, Joe. Yeah, and again, they're warming, warning of a Lehman-type market event. Of course, yep. uh, right now, the Dow, which has been uh, just been getting hammered right now, still it, it's positive, but barely right now. The Nasdaq's gone negative again. They're talking about suspending of uh, derivative trading. They're talking about suspending uh, all the futures trading. And, of course, obviously very problematic because here's the problem. Somebody's on the other side of these energy trades. And so those companies that, that, that are short these energy trades, Jason, why do I got a feeling that it was banks on the other side of this and this is why this is happening? That's correct, Joe. And, and you were talking bailouts a moment ago. Uh, you know, something we haven't talked much about is uh, universal basic income. And I was uh, doing, doing some reading, and, uh, yeah, the bailouts will be coming to, to a citizen near you, especially one that doesn't have a lot of uh, money. The government loves to give handouts to people uh, on the lower end at, at the uh, cost of the uh, middle America. And uh, that's another reason I fig- figured out that why they're, ha- they're hiring 87,000 IRS agents. There's a few things they're going to be into. They, uh, they want to have control over the next batch of checks that they're going to be sending to people in the future because I think it didn't run as smoothly as they wanted it to uh, during coronavirus, Joe. Yeah, this is going to be a system, uh, and we're seeing it here playing out right now in Europe, right? The, the second there's problems, and again, this makes the inflation problem worse, worse. right? Because they're printing more money. Uh, and, and that's the only, and, I, and I've said this for how many times, it's the only trick the central bankers actually have is printing more money and printing more money. And to Jason's point, it ends up with a civilization that the vast majority of people can't afford to live in. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, the, the bailouts uh, already beginning over in Europe. Uh, it's not going to stop there. Uh, they, they, they are talking uh, businesses being forced to close because they can't afford to operate anymore. We're talking like uh, smelters and steel plants and the, these high energy places all throughout Europe. And it's a cascading problem, right? You, uh, if, you, if you can't be open for business, you can't pay your employees, you can't pay your employees, 
your employees can't pay their bills, right, Jason? This is just a huge cascading event. And Jason talked about uh, universal basic income. Uh, and I think this is where a lot of the country is going to reside when it's all said and done. Uh, and we talk about uh, the the digital currency and, and the IRS agents and why, why so many uh, they already know. We're playing catch-up, right? We're, we're sitting here. We're trying to speculate. We're trying to guess. Uh, in the U.K. now, they're saying, so we talked last week, 70% of pubs and restaurants uh, weren't going to be able to pay their bills. Now, this morning, 60% of all manufacturers uh, in the U.K. at risk uh, of closure uh, because of energy, and again, Jason, you want to you want to end a productive society. Take away cheap energy, and look at what's happening in California. The seventh consecutive day of huge heat, as uh, California's independent system operator for power urging citizens to conserve energy. Uh, and again, remember. Uh, the land of plenty, now the land of few, right? The, the, the bottom line is, hey, the super rich, all right, so, you know, well, my power bill went up $1,000 or it went up 2000 3000 They don't care. They got plenty of money. Uh, everybody else, this is, is devastating. Uh, they're saying that the reduction in energy needs to be two to three times greater than what they've seen so far. So California's been telling everybody, turn, turn, turn up the AC. Don't make it, you know, make, make it warmer. Don't use energy. And they're saying it's not enough. They're saying power demand is going to get hit a new time record high today. Uh, here's the problem, Jason. The power hasn't gone out yet. But the problem with that is, what is it going to cost to be able to cool your home? And right now they're saying at the Palo Verde hub, Palo Verde is right here in Arizona, Palo Verde Nuclear Power Plant, a lot of that uh, energy goes to California. $850, they expect it to rise to well over a $1,000 Per kilo, uh, per uh, megawatt hour. Can you imagine? Uh, you, you're sitting there, and maybe you got it on 80, right? Because you're trying to help out. Hey, okay, I'm going to set it to 80, and your air conditioner is running at at 80. Got to have the re the refrigerator on. All this stuff's got to be on, and you're getting hit at a thousand dollars an hour for. Three, four, five hours. Could you imagine? Uh, yesterday, they said the prices ranged from five hundred and five dollars to eight hundred and fifty dollars. Jason, it's incredible. And your smart meter in your house will uh, will detect and report everything for sure. So you'll uh, you'll if, if there's a high you know high high cost hours, Joe, they'll know and then they'll send you a message or something at some point in the future. Hey. Uh, you need to t turn your stuff down because we're we're monitoring you're using your air conditioning too much, and you'll get a little warning slip that there'll be penalties if you keep uh, using this much. You better turn it down to, uh, to turn it up to ninety or eighty five or some some number that doesn't even do you any good, right, Joe? Yeah, it could be. You know what? I, I don't know. I didn't even think about it that way. How close are we to where they 
you know, obviously the, the consumers, the customers out there, you know, they're, they're not aware. They're not, they don't know. It's not like, uh, and maybe this is what needs to happen with these smart meters. Hey, you need to flash a sign on my, on my, uh, thermostat that says, uh, by the way, you're getting billed a thousand dollars an hour right now yep. on on energy, so you may want to turn things up, right? You know, uh, you know, because most people are just going to be like, "Hey, I'm just I'm not doing anything other than keeping it, you know, what's as comfortable as I can here at home." I gotta have I gotta have the refrigerator plugged in. I gotta use my laptops. I gotta charge my cell phones. I gotta I gotta plug my car in, right? I mean. Uh, these bills are going to be astronomical. Through that smart meter, Joe, too, they uh, they have the ability to shut off devices through that smart meter. So if you have a smart washer and dryer or a smart uh, air conditioner or smart TV, that's, that smart meter could just be shut off remotely. So if there's a emergency, which I have the feeling there's going to be some emergencies coming, Joe, they could decide, well, let's just shut off all, re- all refrigerators or all uh, uh, non-essential devices to save the well, we though. saw that play out in in Colorado, where uh, it was only people that that you know got a stipend, right? They got a bribe. Uh, hey, you know what? Sign up for this plan. We'll give you a hundred dollar credit for the first year, and only twenty five bucks after. Uh, but essentially, you give us the ability to take over your thermostat anytime we deem it uh, to be an emergency. And 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 to Jason's point. I think what's going to happen now is forget about it. We don't care if you're in a program or not. We're just going to turn it up, right? At the end of the day, hey, in order to to keep the power on, uh, everybody's thermostat's going to be raised to 85 degrees. Why do I feel like this is the future? Swamp coolers might get really popular really fast. (laughs) (laughs) There's not a smart. Swamp coolers, (laughs) they work great. When it's a dry climate, you know, when it's super humid, not so much. Uh, but, but how about some, you know, when we get, we're getting reports out every day and even over the weekend. Now they're talking about half of U.S. companies are saying they plan on eliminating jobs in the next 12 months. This is not a good sign, right? We, we got this confusing jobs data. We're really not sure. Uh, the BLS is coming out with these huge job numbers, but yet the household survey uh, saying the opposite is happening. And, and matter of fact, that the unemployment rate had gone up. Uh, we've, we've got the government telling us inflation's only 8%. We know it's way more than that. Uh, according to John Williams' shadow stats. So John Williams, in case you guys don't know John, most of you do. He has recorded and kept the old way that we used to track inflation. So remember, Alan Greenspan is the one that started to change how we calculate inflation. So every time we hear these reports about inflation's the highest since 1981, that's actually a misnomer uh, because in 1981, we didn't track inflation the way we do today. Well, how big of a difference? I mean, I'm sure they were really small changes. You know, they, hey, just a, it's a little tweak is all. Right? So, you know, part of my tweak is, well, if something becomes too expensive, We'll just substitute it with something that isn't expensive. Well, that hey, listen, that may work at the grocery store, right? Hey, I could buy the generic, 
or uh, beef's too expensive, so I'll buy pork, which is a little less expensive. Jason, you can't do that with energy, right? No. You can't just say, well, you know what? This other energy is cheaper, so I'll just use that. You don't have that ability. But what he did was he goes back every month, takes all the same reports, because we still generate all the reports on how we uh, how we tracked inflation in the 70s and 80s. They're still there. They just massage them. Well, how big is the massage? Well, the last report, the government said inflation was 8.5%. According to John Williams, if you used the same metric we used in 1980 to track inflation, that number would be 17%, which would be worse than anything we saw during the Jimmy Carter era. And and I guess here's the point. Look how big of a lie we've allowed them to pull off. How can you take 17% inflation and make it 8.5%? Well, the answer is simple. We lie about it. What would we be talking about right now at 17% inflation? We wouldn't be talking about three quarters of a point rate hikes, would we, Jason? No, and if you look at the inflation in the 70s, it, it, this, this happened over a period of years. And so there was these high inflation spikes. Then it kind of got kind of okay for a little bit or it was coming down. Then it got spiked back up again. It moved up and down. It didn't stay put, and it happened over years. So, so I don't think people who don't remember have, have not looked at it. Uh, it's not like high inflation just goes roaring upwards and then they they solve it and it comes back to, down to normal. No, it, it can it can ebb and flow over the course of years, Joe. We we may have more than ten years worth of this coming to us. We don't have, we have no idea. Well, again, I think we are because they've been so slow to fight this. So think about it. it's one thing to raise three quarters of a point at eight and a half percent, which is still ridiculous, but not at seventeen. Right. Think about Wall Street right now. Where do you think Wall Street would really be if inflation was 17%? How low would it be? 20,000? 10,000? How many people would be screaming from the rooftops to end the Fed? Right at 17%. Uh, This is just a big house of cards. We're seeing it play out in Europe today where essentially every EU nation is in the process of bailing out their energy companies. And, Jason, that actually makes inflation even worse. This is the thing. What Jason keeps talking about is this isn't a, hey, we had inflation for a year or two. This could be, we've got inflation for decades uh, because of the central banks. Because the, the truth of the matter, I've said it all the time, anytime a pro- problem arises, I don't care how many times they talk about, oh, we got all these tools, it's all one tool. And that tool's debt, Jason. That's right. Every, every, uh, every dollar in circulation is a dollar of debt. If there was no debt, there would be no money in circulation. And we're at over 31, uh, almost $31 trillion in debt. And Joe, we, we, you know, all this leads us tr- straight to what's the Fed going to do? I'm going to tell you now. I think the Fed is is starting to break apart a little bit. There's there's some different ideas coming out that are vastly different. Next year, Fed now instant payments. Their platform for making this digital currency work will be in place. They already announced it. It's in next year, 2023. Fed now instant payment will be in place. That's the program. Uh, it's not been verified, but the company Ripple XRP Technologies is going to be. 
the tech company that they're going to use to 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 put this into place. And then, so this is behind the scenes. So what yep. Jason's talking about, this is behind the scenes. This is the Fed internally with banks uh, creating this digital system. So they're all uh, they're already putting it in place without actually having to admit, Jason, that they put it in place. Yeah, and this is going to be digital dollars for everyone next year. This is uh, you, you, it's going to be a couple of steps. They can't just put it all in at once. They have to stagger it. This is why Bitcoin is going to be a problem. This is why the uh, the eighty seven thousand IRS agents, and you got someone like Neil Kashkari, and you, Joe knows who that is. If you listen, this guy's out there. And I saw him in like kind of a little small group of individuals talking. Uh, someone filmed this thing where he's like, "We don't really, we don't need a digital dollar. We don't need that CBDC." He's actually saying, it's, you, you know, it's, "There's something going on at the Fed, Joe. I think there's a lot of fear going on. I think they really know that things are in a really bad situation, and if the Fed is panicking." That's not going to be good for everybody else. You know, we're, we're the ones that get stepped on, Joe, not them. Sorry about that, Jason. That's okay. Uh, I, I That's just okay. Uh, uh, had a, a, a phone call that I needed to address there. Oh, good, good, But, good. yeah, so so Neil Kashkari, the head of the Minneapolis Federal Reserve, and and talking about the, the digital system, uh, I don't believe that Neil Kashkari thinks that we're not going to have a digital system. I think, hey, you just be the guy uh, to go out and say that today uh, while we get ready for what's really going to happen. We'll be back right after the break. All right, welcome back. Patriot Trading News Hour. Give us a call, 800 800- Nine five one zero five nine two. Joe had to step out for a moment or two for a phone call. Yeah, I'm back, Jason. I'm, right. I'm here. Uh, got that handled a little faster than I thought. Uh, they were just uh, getting ready to pick up my car, so they they needed to talk to me real quick. Uh, but but we're back here today, and again we're talking about uh, you know what's really happening behind the scenes here. Uh, in case you missed it, a major bailout of European energy companies. Uh, I don't know how this is going to play out. Uh, it looks like that they are trying to uh, take over the energy markets in Europe, uh, essentially creating uh, a market where, Jason, they're going to try to create a fake price for energy. That, that's That's just what I'm seeing here. Uh, almost every single EU nation now has announced bailouts of their energy companies. Uh, they're trying to uh, upend the energy markets. Uh, this again, this is another Fed tool, right? The Fed, the central bankers, they hate price discovery. They they don't want to allow. Just think about what quantitative tightening or quantitative easing really really is. Really, it's intended to create and eliminate price discovery on debt to where, hey, they manipulate the debt markets, right? How long did we have, quote-unquote, zero interest rates and and 10-year notes yielding like half of a percent, right? That was all trying to hide price discovery, uh, and now they're trying to do it in the energy market, Jason. It, it's one thing to do it in the uh, in the uh, in the bond markets with with interest rates. This is a whole different ball of wax. And, and everybody on Thursday, the European Union 
is supposed to announce a three-quarters of a percent rate hike because they're still at zero, so they're going to go to three-quarters of a percent. And, and, and again, it's not supposed to work that way. You're not supposed to create more debt and then raise interest rates all at the same time, Jason. Uh, th- this is a recipe, uh, I think, for disaster. This is absolutely unprecedented and unchartered territory. You're talking about communism. Really, that's what you're talking about because when the government takes over industry, which, which that's what a bailout is, it's taking over of that industry. Let's face it, the, air, the, uh, the airline industry in this country would, would be nowhere without the government. If you take over communications through the government, you take over uh, transportation with the government, and you take over energy with the government, you know, Joe, they're going to be expecting favors back from these bailouts that they give out to these companies. It's, it's, it's literally oh. communism. You, 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 you can rest assured of that. That, I mean, without a doubt, uh, the, the ramifications of this, uh, are, are going to be felt for, for years to come after this because, and again, what the one history, why do I say that? Ever since we started with the, this bailout policy, and believe me, it's been around for a long time. Uh, they've been bailing out every situation after the other, and, and all it does is create more bailouts. Uh, that 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 is the pattern. Think about why Wall Street uh, has has been really slow to react to what's happening out there. Because you know why Wall Street's like, ah, eh, they're going to bail us out. The Fed's going to bail out, right? The Fed's going to stop raising rates the second there's the there, there's any real trouble. They're gonna they're gonna stop, right? And, and again, what they're really saying is, ah, they're going to bail somebody out, Jason. That's right. That's right. And you know, that's that's just how you enslave people to a system: is you give them money, <clears throat> you give them resources, Joe, and, and then they're indebted to you. I mean, that's why they control the monetary system because we are indebted to their system. It's uh, it's been going on for over a hundred years, Joe. And think about this. Now the American consumers, they expect bailouts. That's right. They, right? Don't pay your student loans. Matter of fact, here's student loan forgiveness. Remember, don't go to work. Here's checks that pay you more uh, than, than what we, what, we uh, what you made going to work. Uh, you don't have to, don't go to the office, work from home, right? All of these things are, are, are forms of bailouts, and it just is going to continue. And again, like I said, the, the power didn't go out in California yet. It may do it today, but the realities are a lot of people out there are going to wish it had gone out because they're not going to be able to afford the, the, the power payment. So what's going to happen? I can almost guarantee you California is going to announce some kind of a bailout, Jason. The people that can afford it more will be drained, and the people that can't afford it will get a handout until you have no business and no middle class. It's lords and peasants. It's it's happening. The, the dark ages is coming, Joe. It's 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 going to be lords and peasants. You know, you're you're a, you're a has or a has not. That's that's what they're doing right now. The, the division between the richest and the poorest has never been wider, and it's continuing to get wider, Joe. According to, uh, let me see here. The number of Americans taking out short-term loans for groceries, wow, has nearly doubled so far this year. One out of every five home sellers in the United States dropped their price last month. It's not going to be enough. Uh, pretty, I, I give it another month or two. Everybody will be dropping price. 
Sales of previously owned homes is down almost 25%. That's that's astronomical. I mean, you're talking about well over a million less homes sold, and the number's getting worse. We don't know exactly where it's going to to to, to pan out. Uh, according to one survey, almost four million Americans think they may be evicted from their homes within the next two months. Again, not being able to pay the bills. Uh, the National Energy Assistance Directors Association. Yeah, I know that was a mouthful. 20 million households, that's households. So figure that's 60, 70 million people are currently behind on their power bills. And of course, obviously, the heat wave that's going on now in the West is not going to help that number at all. And in August alone, 2,150 corporate executives were insider selling. In other words, selling off company shares uh jason that's a huge indication of where they think you know a lot of people are trying to say well wall street uh maybe maybe most of the pain is behind us insider selling is saying not a chance uh, right before coronavirus in 2020 uh, when the markets were showing strain in 2019 there was a record amount of ceos Retiring from their positions, cashing in, Joe, right before that big crash, right? You know, hey, it's not my time out. We'll give it to the next guy. And so you'll probably start seeing some of that going on, too. You'll probably start to see these CEOs that took over in 2019. It's like, well, I'm going to cash in, right, Joe? They're cashing in. Well, I think what they're saying is uh, I I know what the balance sheet really looks like at our company. And uh, the price that it's the stock's currently listed at. Yeah, that's uh, I'm gonna hope I'm gonna take that price because I know what's coming next. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Pizza Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Uh, we we've got Wall Street. It, it's trying to put a gain in, but I, I don't know that's gonna happen. Dow's up fifty. Uh, after the beatdown uh, that's been coming, but this is to be expected. Uh, I expect over the course of the next six weeks, we are going to get massive downgrades coming from corporations. Uh, these earnings per share numbers are way too high. Uh, the the bond market today up big again, uh, three three. Two now on the ten-year note. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, and it certainly isn't with inflation at eight or seventeen percent. Whatever one number you want to use, uh, there's a much, much higher rate coming than most people want to admit. Uh, and now, just like we said, this is going to be different this time because it's going to be inflation on top of rate hikes, which isn't supposed to happen. The EU announcing, pretty much every nation in the EU announcing emergency measures to try to bail out their energy markets, uh, even though everyone expects a three-quarters of a point rate hike out of the EU. And then, of course, we're going to follow that up in a couple weeks with our own three-quarters of a point as well. Uh, Jason, this is very interesting times right now. Yeah, in a couple of months, we're going to switch over from heating into uh, or cooling into heating, you know, and that's and, and heating and is. And that's when it gets expensive. Yeah, Cooling's one thing. The heat is 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 a different animal altogether. Uh, far, far, it's not even close. 
far, 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 far more people die from being too cold versus uh, being too hot. Uh, you can always, you know, obviously drink lots of fluid and, and, and tolerate higher temperatures. Uh, but when those temperatures hit that at a certain point, Jason, it, it's either get warm or die uh, types. Of, and I don't mean to, to be cavalier about it, but that's just the realities. There's a lot of people that live further north and further north than just where I'm at in Colorado. And the further north you go, the more heating has to happen. And look what happened to just a little bit of cold in Texas about a year ago, right, Joe? Yeah, that's that's and Jason's right. We talk about a little bit of cold. We are talking about what a cold snap that lasted a couple of days. Uh, this is this is lasting. This isn't a couple of days problem. Uh, this is a years. Problem, and that's the thing. And again, I know they've got gasoline prices down. Of course, look at diesel. That's a good indicator of the game that they're playing. They're really just manipulating it to try to make this appear better than what it is. And like I said, the strategic oil reserve, those releases cannot go on. I mean, if they wanted to drain the whole thing, it'll be drained in September of 2023 at the current pace. They're saying they're going to stop it in October. Why do I get the feeling, Jason? They'll probably they'll get it through the election, have cheap oil through the election, uh, and then I think everybody's going to be in a rude awakening for what oil prices are going to do uh, in 2023. Yeah, I think you're right, Joe. They're going to keep putting fingers in the dam, uh, especially till the, uh, the the midterms. But I think for the next two years past that, leading up to the presidential election, they're going to keep trying to put fingers in the dam as best they can. Me, me personally, I think we get a Republican president and they crash the whole thing. That's that's what I'm, I'm waiting for. But uh, the, you know, the, thing, the prices are a little lower on some things. You know, just for me, Joe, I'm looking around. I, I talked to Joe last week and uh, we sat down and we, I was saying, hey, prices are a little bit lower. You know, but that's not going to stay like that. Oh, you know, a barrel of oil is a little cheaper. It's not going to stay like that. Right about the time you get kind of comfortable, and I think Joe's right. The, the midterms happen. They let a little let a little pressure off that dam. Let some water come back in, inflate this thing a little more. Uh, and it's going to be in waves. It's going to keep on happening. And, Joe, I really believe is they're going to try to keep a lid on as best they can. And we're just going to be looking at some real lean times for a couple of years. And then then maybe all at once, like we've talked about before. Yeah, I think this is kind of one of those uh, situations where the vast majority of Americans really, uh, unfortunately, are clueless about what's coming next. Uh, the the need to uh, prepare, and, and again, how do you prepare for something that, hey, it it costs money. I don't have the money. I don't have it. Uh, California uh, has created a fast food commission. Listen to this. This is, and again, why do we talk about California so much? Because it, it, these policies, they start there uh, and seemingly go everywhere, obviously, Businesses should set their own price, right? Whatever labor needs to be, uh, and and uh, the price should be set by, you know what, I don't know, supply and demand, capitalism. Nope, they're talking about, nah, you know what, we don't like what big business is, is paying, and so we're going to create this commission. They're talking about fast food workers may have their own minimum wage, and they're saying they're talking about $22 an hour. And then, of course, well, what happens next? All the secretaries, all the admins, right? Hey, wait a minute. Why did a fast food worker get $22? All the grocery stores, the cashiers, the baggers, right, Jason? 
That's correct, Joe. I mean, there's a reason that Leave it to Beaver is not on television nowadays, because people in America don't feel like that anymore. Remember how happy the 50s and the 60s seemed for a while there, Joe? Everyone was happy. Everyone had a job. Mom could stay at home and raise the kids, vacations, all the whole nine yards. Everything was great. The reason that people don't want to watch Leave it to Beaver is because people don't feel like things are that rosy and happy anymore, Joe. That's just the way it is. All you do is look at a culture. The culture doesn't look too good. You know, just all kinds of weird stuff going on in the culture. You can't even turn the TV on without being disgusted. Yeah, and it, it, it's just, it's all inundated in our face day in and day out. Uh, but, but again, what are going to be the economic impacts? We talked about the 10-year note today. We're going to talk about uh, 30-year, or uh, the mortgage, 30-year mortgage, double. Yeah. Think about that, double. Yeah. And the year's not over. Double. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, uh, bond yields. Continuing to rise, uh, three, three, five, uh, and rising on the 10 year to note. Uh, it's got, uh, gold under a little pressure. Actually, gold's hanging in there because this is a big move. This is almost a couple of basis points move here on the 10 year. And again, we're going to see yields go much higher. We talked about mortgages already double. Uh, it's going to be even worse than that. Uh, I would not be surprised at all. To see a 30-year fixed mortgage running in the eights uh, before this before this year is over, that is very very possible, uh, especially now uh, with the EU joining into the rate hike uh, hiking department, and of course trying to bail people out all at the same time. It's just a recipe for disaster. The Chinese uh, told all of their banks to hold less dollars to try to shore up the yuan. Jason, that's also putting pressure on the U.S. bond market, right? Uh, we've got, here it comes, right? Heavy, heavy, heavy quantitative tightening. Uh, at the same time, the two used to be big buyers of debt, Japan and China, turning away because they've got their own problems at home. And, and now uh, the EU uh, joining the rate hike cycle as well. This is this is going to be, uh, I think, a very very difficult time uh, for the equity markets, and, and it's just a matter of time. I think once we start seeing uh, rate hikes everywhere else, uh, we're going to see uh, that dollar strength that we've been witnessing start to abate. And, and then the, the real gold market's gonna show itself. Right now, gold's at 1705, down about six bucks. Uh, silver's actually higher today, not a lot, but up about 10 cents right now. Uh, all week last week, we ran the $5 liberties. Those were the old 1866 to 1907. Uh, the, you know, fractional gold, obviously, with the, uh, Soon to be digital currency, the need to have barterable material, uh, becoming more and more important, Jason. And I think a lot of customers are, are trying to do just that. Get as much barterable material before the digital currency gets here. Today, we're going to do it with the one-tenth ounce American Gold Eagle. Uh, that is the the size of a dime, the golden dime. 
Uh, th- these are exactly what they are. It's a tenth of an ounce of gold. This is the most fractional way to buy gold. One-tenth ounce American gold eagles. That's government hallmarked from the U.S. Mint. Uh, they're $240 a coin. Jason, if you buy a roll, they come in rolls of 50. If you buy a roll, take $5 off. We'll do them at 235 at 800 951 And, Jason, I know uh, you deal with a lot of the customers up there in Colorado. That That's what's on a lot of people's minds right now. Yeah, absolutely, Joe. Absolutely. So these ten ounce gold eagles, it's a great way if uh, if you're a more modest means to get one of those, and uh, it's a great way to get fractional in a large amount. If you want to call in and get a get a tube of fifty, right, Joe? Just uh, just just buy up gold as best as you can uh, in these days, because the days in the future are going to be a little little tougher, Joe. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.